you are listening to Chat and Shy and Putting the World to Rights. My name is Co Bromfield and this is my husband. Henry. <laughs> We've literally recorded this intro how many times? Five. Five times and I feel like you always sound a bit like an automated... Antiphone message. Yeah. You have called Henry. Um, but anyways, we started a podcast, haven't we? This is o- it. Obviously, yeah, because you're listening to it. Um, yeah, everyone said don't start one, but... Well, no, not no. personally to me. Everyone's very. Everyone's like, don't do it. No Should I start one? No, 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 don't, no. Don't you do it. My ears. Um, I think in general, people are like, you know, don't think you can start one. I think it's because so many people are doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's so oversaturated, isn't it? Like, everyone and their dog is starting a podcast right now. But, but here we are. We've we joined the bandwagon. And Henry's back to work on Monday, so technically... It's not during lockdown. No, it's not. So, you know, oh, I think we're okay. That's sad. It's sad. It's going to happen one day, though, wasn't it, unfortunately? Back to work. And everyone's misbehaving, so no doubt you'll probably off again in a few weeks. Mm. So, that's fun. Anyways, we, like, like we said, we decided to start a podcast, and we just want it to be, we're going to chat about different topics every week. Um, topics that we usually will have funny stories with them, so we've got funny stories. We'll be asking for your funny stories. We'll tell you a little bit more at the end about how you can get involved. Um, and yeah, just a bit of a natter. Listen whilst you're walking the dog. Time killer. Yeah, like we've been listening to a lot of podcasts on lockdown. I think it's great for when you're like just pottering about the house. And we just thought we'd record one. And I don't know about you guys, but we're all kind of missing having chats with like friends and family at the moment. So we kind of wanted to. We're bored of talking to each other, so we've got yeah, to we think thought of we'll talk. We'll talk to you guys we'll instead. Talk at each other. Talk at each other. <laughs> So yeah, that was our little idea for our podcast. We hope you enjoy it. And yeah, we're excited, aren't we? Yep. Yeah. Welcome along. Welcome. This week's topic is weddings. Yes, it is indeed. Reason for that being? It was our two-year wedding anniversary this week. And so we did what every other normal couple in lockdown did. Found our wedding costumes, costumes. outfits, attire, <laughs> um, from the loft, pulled them down, <laughs> tried them on, still fitted. Yes. And um, spent the whole day wearing them. No, we didn't spend the whole day in them. It wasn't like a, a friend's moment, but no, it was nice to put them on, wasn't it? Mm. I was very glad it still fitted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a two-year wedding anniversary, and we thought this would be a great topic to start things off, because everyone who's ever planned a wedding will have a story to tell. Or we'll tell you about stressful things that happen. I think even if you've been part of a wedding, there's a story. And it's just a bit of light relief. Oh, definitely. Like I love hearing stories about this. And we asked on Instagram for your funny stories and they've been great. And yeah, it's definitely just a little bit of light relief at the moment. Because obviously things are a bit... Piggledy, piggledy. Yeah, Oh, imagine moment. planning a wedding right now. Oh, I can't even imagine. It'd be I'd so... Be, I'd be a nightmare. So difficult. Oh. Whether to put it back or mm. keep it or whatever. What we'll go into it later. We've got yeah. a question about What a stress. But um, yeah, we're thinking of everyone who is currently battling through wedding woes. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Just think about how good of a party it's going to be. Because everyone's going to be like coming together. It's going to be like even better, isn't it? Yeah. Be 100% worth the wait, I promise you. What was your favourite part, do you reckon? About the wedding? Yeah. Or the actual day itself? The whole process. Ugh. Um, I mean, probably the day. I, I mean, I've got it written down in front of me. So what, my answer? It'll be interesting to see whether you've changed your mind oh, since, since your plan of this. 
I think. I think I know the same answer. Is that because you can see it? No, no, no. Um, my favourite part was the day. I won't lie. I fucking hate planning a wedding. <laughs> I found it so stressful. Um, but I did enjoy the day and I think it was all worth it in the end. I think I said this before. Um, with a wedding, what I loved was the fact that you had everybody in the room who you love. So it's like all your friends, it's all your family and it's actually really rare to have all those people in the same place at the same time like it doesn't happen very often so I think that's probably one of my favourite things just like it was just a really nice day wasn't it mm. being surrounded by all your favourite people in the world which you, you just... were just really happy that the day was about you hey you get in <laughs> it's all I mean, about me I mean yeah I'm not going to lie I love the attention <laughs> everyone saying to me you look great I was like thanks um, what about you then what was your favourite part I enjoyed the planning. Yeah. And not just planning, bits we did together. Yes, that was so, quite cute. Like finding all the little bits to go on the table. Yeah. And things like that. And yeah, random bits. Mm. So like when we went to Birmingham for the day yeah. to get, I can't remember, was it measured for the suit? You getting your suit, yeah. Or picking it up the suit. Some, and something. then we stumbled across the little figurines that we'd been looking for for the table centres and we found mm-hmm. more than we wanted and other ones that we thought, oh, that would be good. Yeah. Ones we didn't think we'd get. Yeah. And then it was like getting all the different ideas together, different colours and all that sort of stuff. Because, um... I feel like me and you, we were not secretive, but we kept a lot of stuff close to our chest. But I quite liked it because it meant that it was a surprise for everyone on the day. And it was also like it was something that we worked on together. Yeah. Um, and I just really liked the fact that the day was both of our... Least favourite part. Oh. <laughs> I mean, everything costs an absolute fortune. That's just weddings for you. There's so much to a wedding that you don't realise till you get married. So it's like all the little bits... You know, like when you're doing like the table plan and the directory requirements. I'll see whether I've still got my spreadsheet on here. I don't think anyone really cares, to be honest, if I'm honest. <laughs> like I just said honest about three times. Wow. Yeah, but it's not like they can see it, can they? No, but I was going to say how many little things go into it. So it's like yeah. the photographer, the videographer. They can yeah. use their imagination. Okay. But yeah. If you want to know, let me know. <laughs> He'll do a downloadable PDF. <laughs> he actually will as well. Still got it. Um, what about you? Least favourite part? Um, that it was just one day. Yeah, and, and you never fa- get it back. Shut up. Okay, sorry, yeah, is it, it's, it's yours. Mine. Yeah, sorry, sorry. And it doesn't start until, uh, what was that, half one? Half one, yeah. So by the time I got, I mean, you were there, at, well, I guess I was there at a similar time to you setting up, but by the time everyone else gets there, it's midday. Mm. And then you do a little bit of mingling before... And then the wedding's at like half one, so before you know it, you're already sat down and eating, which is like three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And it's just like, where's the day gone? I know, it just whizzed by, didn't it? Fastest yeah. day ever. I wish that I could like, um, oh, was it Bernie's Watch? Bernie's Watch. watch. <laughs> could you, with Bernie's Watch, could you go back in time with just pause no, time? No, you just stopped. What about the Queen's Nose? Was that a go back in time? I that feel was like, a wish. I feel like there's something that you could, like, rub. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> and you go back in time. But anyways, I wish I had like a little thing, you know, like a, a magic coin. A little thing to rub. A little thing to rub. <laughs> oh my god, my laugh's so annoying. Um, and you could go back and relive it because yeah, it makes me really sad that it's it's gone. Hmm. But it'll always live on in our brains. That's why we got a video and photos. Exactly. I that's been my number one tip. I I, 
I Someone's just eardrums have popped through you <laughs> slapping your thighs. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. It was in my thighs. <laughs> it's I... my thighs slapping each other. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Um, I was going to say, I'm not going to do tips because no one cares, but I am going to do a quick tip. Put your money in the photography and videography because that's the only thing you've got left in the day. And that's it. Goodbye. No, that's not the end of the podcast. Another slap. <laughs> Do you want a cushion there? Maybe we need to wear trousers. <laughs> so this part of the podcast, we are going to be telling your funny stories and be putting in some of our funny stories at the same time. So yeah, so I asked on Instagram. My Instagram is at Bromfield underscore, if you wanted to know. You probably didn't know. Um, I asked for your funny when stories and I've got quite a few. But this one kind of brings me on to a story that I wanted to kind of mention anyways. My bestie got married last year and had some mad menu slash dietary requests from guests. We could choose from two starters slash free mains and a few desserts. One guest... What, per person? Yeah, like, how fancy is that? We didn't have any of that. Wow. Because when I was going through my messages earlier, I was thinking about the fact that we literally were like, this is what you're getting. This is what you're getting. Tough shit. Unless you're a vegetarian. Yeah, there was a veggie option. I don't even think we had that option, did we, to have, like... Multiples. No. I could not have fucking coped with that. Because i tell you what was bad enough. On the RSVPs, if I said that right, RSVP... Um, Dietary requirements. Dietary requirements. Yeah. And then on the table plan, you had to do like a different coloured circle. Yeah. Absolutely stressed. So imagine the different... Menus. Oh my God, too much. Anyways. Um, so they had, yeah, these requirements, these things. One guest requested just orange juice for their starter. Brilliant. That's, Love that. That used to be what I had like at Christmas. Are you, are you joking no, me? No, like what? my dad would be like... Are you joking? Right, we're all having patty. And like me and Tash would be like, <laughs> no, don't like patty. So... Our starter would be one glass of orange juice. Are you kidding me? But don't worry, it had the pulp in it. <laughs> what? Okay, let's. Okay, I feel like we need to go back. Do you prefer smooth? No, no, no. Oh. So, what do they have the pate with? I don't know. Whatever you have pate with. Do you have it on toast? Rivita? Don't what, know. Can you not have had it in a Rivita? I don't know. Who, who wants that? Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> Lovely bit of cardboard. Mmm. <laughs> or maybe it was smoked salmon. So, you had orange juice. They got into comments after. <laughs> so we used to do starters on Christmas Day, like really fancy. We would have. I don't know why this is so funny. <laughs> Literally crying right now. That really tickled me. I, I never knew that when I read that message. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably my sister who wrote it in. <laughs> okay, so we used to have a prawn cocktail, but <laughs> like prawns. <laughs> just have the like dressing with salad in like a cocktail dish <laughs> I love that this sounds like literally you're crying your eyes out <laughs> compose yourself Bromfield oh my goodness okay well that's everything <laughs> okay brilliant great start okay so right. you had a glass of orange juice at Christmas yeah. <laughs> with pulp <laughs> Orange juice for starter, plain beef with plain potatoes and no gravy or seasoning for main. What a boring bastard. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Doesn't that remind you of my dream last night? Well, not that you, you shared the same dream. I had a dream last night, right? And it was just as I woke up that I was eating a roast dinner. And um, You probably read this email just before going to bed. Maybe. I was eating a roast dinner and I got 80% through the roast dinner because I thought there was no gravy on the table. And it turns out there was gravy. So I'd eaten all my roast dinner about a gravy and I was like, absolutely got it. Which and I didn't tell you this bit. We were eating this roast dinner at a dog's funeral. Yep. And you know whose dog it was? <laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. I remember really crying in my dream because you know what I'm like about dogs. It was um, Ant from Ant and Dex's dog. Because oh. you know he loves his dog, doesn't yeah. he? And that's why I, I... Why was I there? Why were we eating roast dinner at a funeral? That's so weird. But anyways, that was my dream. Um, so yeah. And then... Right, right back so, to the story. So orange juice... Plain beef, plain potatoes. No seasoning. Right, okay. And then uh, clotted cream with strawberries for the dessert. Strawberries? What did I say? You said strawberries. <laughs> strawberries. Strawberries. Which even, wasn't even a dessert option. Can you imagine that? So, did it say what... Does it say what actually happened? Did they get that, or...? She just left it on a cliffhanger. Oh. But, yeah. But you know what this story reminded me of? Donut gate. Donuts. Donuts. Now, first of all, I just want to say, our wedding venue was amazing. And they were great on the day, weren't they? I think we were the scruffiest people they've ever had a wedding at. I feel like, so they kind of were going for a revamp. And they'd kind of been very traditional up until that point, hadn't they? Then they had like a renovation. And us little scallywags come along. And I think we kind of gave them a bit of a shock. Because everyone previously had just gone along with like their... Wedding menu. Wedding menu. Wedding cake. Had wanted to do everything. And we were like, no. So I had to have, like, several conversations with them. Like, you know, just planning the day. And they were like, oh, what are you thinking about your cake? Do you want us to provide, like, a supplier? And I was like, oh, no. We're thinking about having a tower of donuts Because, you know, we're not re- we like cake, but we couldn't decide on a flavour. And we love donuts. And um, our wedding planner was like, oh. Oh. Oh, I'm not sure about that. And I was like, what I'm do not, you mean? I'm not sure if you can have that. And I was like, are you actually kidding me? Like, I'm paying you thousands of pounds and you're telling me what cake I can and can't have. So I was just like, uh, okay, what? And she was like, yeah, we don't really know if, like, that would be right. And then what was the name of the dessert they wanted us to have? Was it, like, crumb and bouge or something? I don't know. Basically, it was, like, really twatty profiteroles. Can yeah. I say that? Well, you just have. Just said it. But anyways, it was, like, really fancy profiteroles. I was like, well, that's not a fucking donut. So I was just like, what on earth? Did the cheese come after us or before? Yeah, but I remembered that bit. So she said to me, the thing is... We told a couple a few months ago they wanted to have like a cheese platter and we said they couldn't have it. So this poor couple didn't have a cheese platter but then a few months later they put a picture on Instagram of a cheese platter. Mm. And I was just like, you can't tell people. So anyways, That's I like... because of hygiene reasons. They yeah. didn't want people just fingering the donuts. Yeah, fingering the donuts. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, so I like contested it and like I got my way because, you know, I was just like, come on guys. And they do seem to have like relaxed now. I mean, they were amazing. I feel a bit bad, but it was like such a surreal conversation to have. Yeah, but you seem the thing is in planning, the smallest things just seem to be such a big thing. I had no sense of humour about the wedding, <laughs> so for like two years, like if anyone mentioned the wedding, I was like proper, like got really offended about stuff. And I feel like there's another message, and it is like the little things seem like a great big thing, and then when you come out of that wedding bubble, you think, what on earth was I getting? about.
I invited one of my friends from university to our wedding. And at the time he was dating a girl, so he invited her also. Um, they both accepted the invite. But about a month before the wedding, my friend got in contact with me and said they were no longer together. By this point, we'd had all the stationery done. Is this going to be a Ted from How I Met Your Mother? It's kind of a Ted from How I Met Your Mother. Or a JD from Scrubs. What's Did you see that episode the other no? day? No, what was that? Where he RSVP'd with his girlfriend at the time, Danny. And then she turned up. Yeah. yeah. She's like, well, we RSVP'd at the same time. Yeah, I did see that. Anyway, back to the story. JD from Scrubs was also in my dream last night. He was also at the dog funeral. I'm not even making that up. I know it sounds like I am, but I'm not. Um, anyways, they both accepted the invite, but about a month before the wedding, my friend got in contact and said they were no longer together. Oh, I've already said this, sorry. Um, they'd already had the station done, but it wasn't a big deal, and I just assumed he'd come on his own. The next no. thing... What? Go on. You ready? He messages me a week before the wedding, saying, by the way, I'm bringing my dad as my plus one. What? Yeah, why would you bring your dad? Okay. Okay, it's right. I hope that's cool. Is this their wedding or a friend's wedding? So this is the bride telling me the okay. story. This is right. her friend from uni. Wow. Okay. okay, so yeah, so he's bringing his dad. Um, so a completely random man that I've never met before was going to be coming to my wedding and sitting on the table with lots of young couples from university. At the time, I was like the cheek of him just inviting his dad. And in the end, I didn't feel completely comfortable having someone I didn't know there. So the guy just ended up coming on his own. However, she says that she still feels a little bit guilty about the poor dad because he came over all the way from Ireland, didn't come to the wedding, and he just ended up driving the son about. Did he, was it just because the wedding happened to be on that weekend, or do you reckon he I, came over specifically for the wedding? Then? I think he potentially just came He came over for the wedding. Like The guy was probably doing an absolute Ted Mosby, like, oh, I've got a spare place, I'll just invite my dad... Let's have a nice weekend away together, thinking that would be okay. Unbelievable. And then the woman, obviously, the bride, understandably, was like, I don't really feel comfortable you just inviting, like, a randomer. I'm sure your dad's very nice, but... Well, that was something someone's... Did someone say to you about the guest list? Saying, if you wouldn't buy him a cup yeah. of coffee... Like, no. like someone messaged you and said... Um, if you wouldn't give him 150 50 quid... pounds, don't invite them. Yeah, but I'm sure when we were planning, someone said... Would you give him a cup of coffee? Would you buy him a cup of coffee? Yeah. Because if you wouldn't even do that, why would you spend a hundred quid on him? But, but yeah, it's, when you're looking at your list trying yeah. to make cuts or whatever, I but guess like that's old the concept. Tom's yeah. dad probably wouldn't be on your guest list. Jeez. What a random thing, though, to be like, I'm just going to invite my dad. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? But yeah, poor fella though, he got his flight over from Ireland, <laughs> and he just ended up being taxi all day. So yeah, but that just kind of reminded me of the fact that. Um, I feel like guests, and to be honest, in a few years' time, I will probably want to be one of those guests again. Don't really respect how much it costs because mm. she probably paid like hundred pound per head, and she's thinking <laughs> paying hundred quid with some dad to come. But yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. But it's like when we were planning ours, and like people were like, oh, it's only twenty five pound per person. Yeah, and we were just like, in what world? Maybe thirty years ago. Yeah, but not anymore. No, definitely not anymore. Do you want another dad story? Go on then. Okay. My now husband's dad isn't very popular with the family. Long story short, he's not been the best dad. (laughs) 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 Savage. Um, We invited him as he's still his dad. (laughs) 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 
not a great dad, but yeah, he's not going to be invited. Okay, so they invited the shit dad. I didn't want him to mess up on the wedding, even though even a shite dad, you still get to come. Anyways, they had a videographer and they asked friends and family to film a nice message for the wedding video. And a family friend did a message after a few glasses of champagne and basically went in on my husband's dad, saying how much of a crap dad he was. And our videographer had no idea what to do, so just stood there and kept filming. The next morning, she phoned up the videographer apologising and was so embarrassed and asked them to delete the clip and to not tell anybody what happened. They didn't find out till a year later and just laughed at the whole situation. So the friend told? I guess the friend <sighs> must have blabbed and said, I've got a confession to make. Oh. <laughs> How funny is that, though? I feel like the videographer should have just put it in the outtakes. Definitely, like, put it on the hard drive. Yeah. Little surprise. Mm. Yeah. But I thought that was uh, quite amusing. This is a good one. I think this one's potentially my favourite, which is like building it up. I used to be, oh, I don't know how to say this word. I used to be a church chorister? Christ? What, what, what do you chorister? call Chorister? When you're a part of a choir, what are you called? Chorister. A chorister? Yeah. Yeah. So she was one of those as a kid. Um, and she used to get paid like a fiver on a Saturday to be in a choir at people's weddings. What a gig. Yeah, fiver. Um, they did this one wedding and it was honestly the weirdest thing I've ever been a part of. First of all, there were loads of guests. We were only a small church and there must have been about 300 people. Bloody hell. Yeah, I mean... Imagine the bill for that. Imagine bloody spread of the virus. That's all I can think now. It's another thing about a crowded place. Um... The groom rocks up about 15 minutes before the ceremony, as is normal. However, he's totally trashed. I'm talking swaying, slurring his words, and he can't even stand up straight. The best man does his best, but it can't really be hidden. The bride is the usual 15 minutes late and comes down the aisle in a dress that is about eight feet wide and genuinely doesn't fit down the aisle. Her dad looked like he was going to be eaten by her skirt. <laughs> she gets to the end... <laughs> Where's the dad gone from? He's in the skirt somewhere. She gets to the end of the aisle and the groom is basically being held up by his best man and she is absolutely fuming. She can hardly look at him and in the vow she says that she'll accept him in sickness and in health but not wasted. The vicar awkwardly laughs it off. But then the last hymn, literally before they walk back down the aisle, is If I Was a Butterfly, If I Were a Butterfly. And it has an amazing line in it that says, If I were a fuzzy wuzzy bear, I'd thank the Lord that I had hair. And the groom, who clearly had no idea this hymn was coming and was wasted, absolutely pisses himself and super loudly shouts fuzzy wuzzy bear absolute belter the bride then process process back down the aisle on her own can you imagine yeah but there are some belters out there aren't there oh my god do you think he sang that at school i hope and so. he was like yeah but it's fuzzy not... wuzzy bear what a belter do you know which one i remember cold we... naked you were there were you there that one yeah because we both went to c of e school didn't we yeah so you always had to which when you think about it bloody weird like if you, they really were quite religious weren't they uh, were they? Well, yeah, like we were always singing hymns, that always it, doing prayer. We had to do prayers. We didn't. You didn't do prayer before your lunch? No. Oh, we had to do a prayer. Yeah, but didn't you have to do that at uni as well? What? <laughs> you didn't have to do that at uni. I'm sure you went to a church at uni as well. I can't remember. 
I don't know. But anyways, at school, so we always my favourite um, hymn was the the line was I was cold, I was naked. Were you there? Were you there? And like we'd all be like, <laughs> my ultimate belter though. Can you guess ultimate belter of a hymn? Sing Hosanna. No. Uh, whole world in his hands. Yes. When they played that, it was like being at like a Spice Girls concert. Everyone would be like, "Yeah, this is the best song," and everyone would be like, proper like getting down to it. Did you have the overhead projectors? Yes, with so, the lines, with the words. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. So you'd have to. There'd be one person who'd be like, "Yeah," and like put it down and be like, "Yeah, there we go." Yeah, absolutely amazing. You got a funny story for me? So this girl's vicar. Yeah. Crashed his car what? on the way to the wedding. Oh my god! On the way to marry them. Right. Um, he was fine, just well, a bit drunk. Just a bit drunk. So he'd been drink driving. <gasps> crashed his car. Oh my god! He then married them. Yeah. And then they had like a prosecco um, toast at the church. Yeah. Where he went all in on it. No. And just absolutely necked it back as quick as possible. So they obviously had like an alcoholic vicar who crashed on the way to their wedding. Oh my God, that's awful. Can you imagine? Oh, he's a man of God. (laughs) Jesus. Well, literally. My dad proposed to my mum drunk at a wedding after six months of dating. And they've been married 31 years this year. That's nice for them, but dick move for your dad. Yeah. Oh. Tell you what, I'm I'm glad that came up because I was going to say to you, do you know what one of my number one pet hates is? Someone stealing the thunder by when proposing. When someone proposes at someone else's wedding, that is not okay. <laughs> if you are listening to this thinking, oh, I'm going to propose, fucking don't. Because it's just rude, isn't it? You spent thousands of pounds on a day and then someone steals your thunder. Yeah. Uh, no. Absolute liberties. Absolute liberty. You knew someone, didn't you? We saw it on Facebook. Yeah. And we were just like, that, that is not okay. I would... I'd be fuming if someone did that. Absolutely fuming. Like, no, not okay. Nice they've stayed married, though. Yeah. That's good for them. But dick move. Sorry. Also, imagine inviting them. That's a bit like the other one. What one? They'd only been together for six months when they... Hey, that's a risky move. together. Because we've already got an ex at our wedding, haven't mm, we? Yeah. I mean, luckily, she's not really in too many of the photos. No. Can I tell the story? No. You know, No, you don't know which story, though. Oh, go on then. So, one of my favourite parts from the day, I mean, I don't even know if it is that funny, but I found it amusing. So, it was about, it's quite late, wasn't it? Quite late in the evening. Suddenly, DJ Dave uh, comes on and stops the music. <laughs> I'm so sorry, we've had to stop the music due to health and safety. And we were just like, uh, what on earth? Anyway, he starts the music up again. He comes over to me and he's like, I'm so sorry, I just did that. And I was like, it's okay. He was like, oh, I was just in fear of my <laughs> equipment because um, this girl was threatening to spill her drink if I didn't play her song. And I was just like, one, I don't think that was true. But second of all, I was just like, okay, Han, okay, you do you. And then she was crying by the bar. Oh. Also, I felt a bit sad, but she was just really drunk, wasn't yeah. she? I mean, I she had a good time. A lot of people were really drunk at our wedding. Yeah, there was more wine than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, a lot more. And yeah. them gins, which people were drinking, were like Massive goblets. Massive glasses, yeah. But, um, yeah, old DJ Dave making a health and safety announcement, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> cut the music. But he, he was quite good, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Because we did a playlist of songs, and um, he kind of said, oh, you might not get all the songs played, which I thought... Absolute liberty. I'm paying you, you'll pay what I want. I think we only picked 
probably about 12 songs, say, yeah. throughout the course of the evening. One of them, though, was an absolute... Belter. Belter. So me and Henry have kind of got this weird obsession with Hugh Grant. I don't know if you'd call it a weird obsession. I wouldn't even say it was an obsession. No, I don't even know what it is. Just fans. We're fans of Hugh. Fans of his work. Fans of HG. Anyways, um, so his film, Music and Lyrics, if you've seen it. If you <laughs> Who haven't, hasn't? If you haven't, go watch it. I mean, it's not great. It didn't win an Oscar or anything. But Hugh Grant, Drew Barrymore. I mean, what, what's not to love? But anyways, there's a song where he's... Is it the brother pops. from Everybody Loves Raymond? Yes, it is. Good memory. Mm-hmm. Um, Pop. So, Goes my heart, pop yeah. goes my heart. He plays like an 80s boy band member, and that's one of the songs. Anyways. You know who else is in that film? Go on. Will Schuster from Glee. Is he? He's the agent of... The music. Yeah, yeah he is. Of Hot and Sticky. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Good shout. Mm. Good memory. Um, so anyways, we put that on the playlist, and he played it. Yep. But you know what the most embarrassing thing was? The, oh, dance floor. I think one other person knew it. Lizzie. I think Lizzie knew it. We'll give her a name check. Yep. Oh, forever love her for yep. staying on the dance floor with us in solidarity. Everyone else cleared, didn't they? Yeah, like, who is this? I was like, what, what who is this? This I, is Hugh Grant. My victim, my auntie, right, my aunties were dancing. And remember my aunt auntie, they were like, what is this? And my auntie made this face like, this is shite. And just walked <laughs> off and I was like, I never oh. thought But you know, it was our wedding. If we want to play Hugh Grant, yeah. we did. I wonder if Hugh Grant knows. Well, I wonder if many... Yeah, I wonder if he knows that uh, we played one of his songs. <laughs> well, he's got a royalty. <laughs> but I wonder if many other people have had Hugh Grant play at their wedding. Oh, who knows? Who knows? Let us know if he did. Probably, I reckon we're the only people, you know. Have you got another story for me? So. Go on. My new husband... Yeah. Got so drunk when we got to our room that he took all of his all of his clothes off. Then realised that our parents had all of our bags for the night, so put on his trousers and his vest from his suit <laughs> without a two underneath. So I'm guessing does she mean like a waistcoat? Without anything. Without I a guess, top. Ah, shirt. ah, without a top underneath. Probably. Yeah. Um, went to find them. And he looked like the monkey from Aladdin. Uh, he sh- she shut the door and went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I think I had a message that some girls at work were discussing like wedding stories. And there's this really cute old lady who's like butter wouldn't melt. And she said that her main mission of her wedding was to get so, like just get really, really drunk. And she got so drunk that when she got to the room, um, she ended up like wetting herself in her dress. Yep. <laughs> Wow. And they're like, it's just not what you'd expect from her because she's such a sweet little old lady, but she was like, I got rat <laughs> It's like that scene from Bridesmaids, isn't it? You know when they all get food poisoning and she oh. like shits in the dress? <laughs> it's literally like that. Slightly different. So, I mean, yeah, one and a two and very different. <laughs> very different cleaning bills. My sister-in-law turned up in a white dress on my wedding day no oh my god tell you what i've got a story is it really that bad though yeah fucking is <laughs> i've been fuming um i mean it, again like when you've got a wedding your priorities do go out the window but i'm not gonna lie i had a mini stress it's like is someone gonna upstage me <laughs> is someone gonna wear white but do you know what i think more for them they're the ones who look worse not you like you're not gonna look the idiot they will um yeah no that's that's a noah I've got another story. Noah, where's his arc? I've got another story that's kind of like something like that. Okay, at our wedding, my husband had a table of 10 for his family, as some of his family couldn't make it and he only has a small family anyways. However, his grandparents from his mum's side are divorced 
and have been for over 30 years. There's no animosity between them, but they also don't particularly get on. Anyways, when we did our seating plan, we said to our venue about how important it was to us that they were opposite each other because we had blossom tree centerpieces, so they wouldn't even be able to really <laughs> see each other, which I think is amazing. Anyways, on the day, sat down, looked over to the table, and they were sat next to each other. I was like, what on earth? And said to my mum-in-law about it, and was a bit annoyed because I couldn't really do much about it on the day, so said I'd speak to the venue tomorrow. Anyways, the mum and all was like, don't worry about it, and we all went on. A few days later, they were around at the mother-in-law's house and talking about what an amazing day it had been, um, and she mentioned again about the seating plan. And the mother-in-law looked a bit sheepish, and she was like, what? Turns out, the sister-in-law had come into the venue and moved the seating round so that her boyfriend could sit next to someone she thought he'd rather talk to than the way that she'd arranged it due to the grandparents. I was fuming. Who even does that? I instantly shouted to the mother-in-law, that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) We don't really see eye to eye, but I was then mortified that it accidentally slipped out. But she did agree with with me and did tell the daughter off. But don't you think that's another, like... That is unreal. I know. Reminds me of that shit film we watched the other week where the... The kids moved all the table name plans around. What was that film called? Love, Wedding, Repeat or something? Marry, Repeat. It was on Netflix. So yeah. I saw a trailer on Facebook and it looked like a really good rom-com. But it was, it, was ter- it was terrible. Don't waste your two hours of your life. Mm-hmm. But it reminded me of that with switching the name places. But mm-hmm. who does that? Who does that? Absolute feral. <laughs> um, feral. Like a little cat. <laughs> Okay, this is a good story. I enjoy- this is a vicar story. I feel like we've had quite a few vicar stories, haven't we? Always a vicar. It's always a vicar. Um, we had a vicar in our local village called uh, <laughs> Trev. And everyone used to call him Trev the Rev. Cool. <laughs> Which is a great story. <laughs> I feel like there's another part of the story, but I don't think I can say it because I don't know if it's like slander. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, I once went to a wedding where the vicar stayed the whole day. He wasn't even invited to the wedding breakfast, which I know is the norm. Um, hang on. Right. I want to enter a wedding. Yeah. People normally invite the vicar, if they're in a vicar, to the wedding reception. Are you joking me? No, because usually you're part of that. It's part of like the community. Is it? It's not just like... You know, that's why we didn't get married in church, because we haven't got a church. We don't really believe in all that. But a lot of people who do... Yeah. Then have people invite them... They, you know. Oh my god! I didn't realize the vicar had to actually stay. It doesn't have to, but a lot of the time it is customary to do so. Oh my god! What a life being a vicar, just getting invited to everyone's weddings. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so he wasn't even invited to the wedding breakfast. So obviously, this couple were like, no, no, no. But he came anyway. Um, he came to that, but then he stayed for the evening buffet <laughs> and danced the night away to George Ezra. <laughs> Luckily, they had room at a table, but he sat right at the front, and it was a big talking point. I love that. Also, do you think? They had George Ezra live. Yep. What do you think? It was just... Maybe they played George Ezra's album. My brother-in-law was our best man and one of our witnesses. In the run-up to the wedding, I had to ask for his full name for the forms, and he couldn't remember how to spell his middle name. What? A brother? Her brother-in-law. Oh, brother-in-law. Okay. Uh, he couldn't remember how to spell his middle name and had to check his passport. <laughs> but then he still spelled his middle name wrong during the ceremony. His middle name was Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I-A-N. I-A-N. I-A-I-N. But it's your name. You You should be able to spell your own name. Did you spell it A-I-N? I I guess we'll never know. 
So she's spelled it I A N, as you know, Ian. But yeah. Do you think he spelled it as Ian? I don't know, but, but can you imagine not knowing your name? But then I was thinking of Sally when I read this message. I forget about my middle names all the time. Well, you forget my names because you, oh you actually God. said my name completely wrong okay, in the order. We haven't said this. No. I did a Ross. Yeah. I actually did a Ross. Yeah, but not in like I said a wrong name. It wasn't like I turned and said a wrong... Gary. <laughs> <like, Go> <laughs> so Henry's got two middle names. I've got two middle names too, but I feel like they're quite short middle names, whilst you've got two long middle names. Oh, and that makes it so much different. Well, yeah, it does, because there's a lot of, like, thingies. Anyways, you know, you're nervous, you're up in front of everyone, it's been really, like, you know, quite stressful. Okay, so I just got middled up. Middled up. I I just got (laughs) literally muddled up. And I said Henry's middle name... First. First, and everyone was like, um... <laughs> I take you, William Henry, uh, what? Everyone was like, okay, no, that's not right. Everyone's like, who, who is she marrying? Who is she marrying? Um, and then we had to go back and, and do it again. And actually, in the wedding video, there's a bit where, like, Henry's celebrating. That's because I got his name right. <laughs> I feel like I've not really told many people that story, just because, like, it's not embarrassing, but it's, it's not great, is it? You know what? You don't actually remind me of it that often. Like, if that was me, I think I'd remind you every day. Do you remember that time when you got my name wrong? I feel like we've gone through our stories. Have we got any more stories to tell? Is there anything else? I can't really think of any, can you? I'm sure one will come back to this. We'll be like, oh, I forgot about that story. No. 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 I mean, the only other thing, the we've got an email. We have got an email. Let's let's read the email. The email says, "Hey, Corey. Hi. So just 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 you. You can add you in just as well. You. you can add you in too. So excited for your podcast. Thank you. Love listening to them these days. We've had to postpone our wedding twelve months due to the coronavirus. Would love to know if you and Henry were in the same position. How would you have dealt with it?" Would you have kept your original date and potentially had to socially distance your wedding? Would you have postponed to make sure you had the wedding day you originally planned? Also, if you did postpone, would you have a non-wedding day to mark the day on your original date? Or would you have just tried to get through the day without celebrating as such? I think this would be a great topic to speak about because so many brides and grooms are in the position at the minute. Best of luck. Natalie. Well, first of all, Natalie, I've already said this, but I would not be coping well. (laughs) <laughs> we won't be coping at all. Um, I think we would. Cause I, I think suppose, we'd, yeah. We'd have made a decision to put it back. Yeah, I think so. Put it back. If it was us. Yeah. And then that way, you can, you can just... relax. You know you've got an extra year to plan. You yeah. can sort everything else out. If you nearly finish with planning, then great. Yeah. The only other thing would be changing potentially suits or dresses on yeah. size-wise, but... Hopefully you'd be... Similar. Okay. Um, but yeah. I think we just probably would have put it back another year, wouldn't we? Mm. But it must be so annoying because we planned our wedding for two years and it felt like so long. It felt like the day was never going to arrive. So it must be really stressful getting so close and then being like, oh, we have to put it back. But I don't know if you'd feel reassured knowing that everyone's in the same boat. I don't know. It's a difficult one. It's hard to tell. I don't know. But I think we would put it back, wouldn't we? Yeah. But like I said earlier, just think about how much of a celebration it's going to be. It's going to be amazing and it'll be worth the wait. Well, I think we're going to wrap things up. We've probably, like, chewed your ear off for more than... People are like, oh, my God, I'm so sick of weddings. Maybe we put people to sleep. 
so next week's topic is drum roll dun, 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 dun. no no that wasn't a drum roll was no, it just just what is it working in retail we want to hear your funny stories or stories from working in retail now i feel a bit bad for henry because you haven't really worked in retail have you no you kind of worked in hospitality. Kind of, I did. Um, you did. <laughs> I, I'm going to make you tell the story that you told me the other day because I think it's a good one and I think it will relate. I worked in retail for a good couple of years and I've got some cracking stories to tell you. I'm just going to say that right now. I've got some great stories because when you work in retail, you realise that some of the general public are just... Disgusting. They're feral. <laughs> they are feral. That's only one, that's one way to describe we'll them. We'll be feral. genuinely chatting shite next week. We will. <laughs> Literally chatting shite. I have got a shite story. I've got a... I'm going to do a little teaser. I've got a story to tell you about how I got another employee sacked. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Leave you that thing. So if you have worked in retail and you've got a funny story, and I think you probably will because everyone has... You can either send us an email to chatandshitepodcast at gmail.com or you can send me a DM on my Instagram, which is at corriebromfield underscore. And we'll be collecting all of our fave ones to read out next week. And yeah, I'm excited. Are you? Yes. Yeah. Always here for a shit story. Well, thank you very much for listening this yeah. week. Big thank you. The big first episode really appreciate it i'm not sure what the lingo is with podcasts i think it's like subscribe rate follow download i think that's the lingo. Put a link on your i think it's rate and subscribe i think maybe like download i think rate's the biggest one. wherever you get your podcast from yeah whatever whatever the lingo is or tell your friends <laughs> you know just say hey listen to these two wallies on a podcast <laughs> chatting about weddings for two hours yeah absolutely shy. i mean literally like the name but anyways we hope you have a good week stay safe everybody and uh yeah we'll see you next week bye, bye.